in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to... We haven't done one of these in a while. The recap and review of the Top 10 show. We're going to do... Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, but it's been a while since we've done one of these. True. Uh, yeah. You are? Oh, hi. I'm John Roca. I am Matt Nost. And uh, <clears throat> for those that just downloaded never listened to this, this is a spoiler-heavy review. Spoiler-heavy. We are going to talk about the film, so if you haven't seen the film or you don't mind us telling you exactly what goes on in that film, yeah. then please listen ahead. But uh, thank you for the download. Otherwise, thank you for the listen. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Yes. You know, just to get it out of the way. Thank you for everything. You're amazing. And I love you. Tip, tip of the cap. <laughs> Literally tip the cap. I actually doffed my cap. You did. You doffed Let the me cap. Yes. tip my cap there. Uh, yeah. So uh, what, do you, what do you think, John? John, <laughs> what, what do you spot? think? Well, I wrote my, I wrote my opinions uh, on Facebook, and I, I posted them on Twitter, but like the, I didn't go in-depth. So it wasn't spoiler-heavy. So uh, I can tell you this. <clears throat> I enjoyed my experience in the theater, but I still felt there were mondo plot issues and uh, a mucho plot issues rather. And uh, I had some problems with the motivation of the characters. Oh, you mean Batman? Overall. <laughs> well, Batman and Superman. Superman, I was more forgiving of his character motivations. Mm-hmm. Batman's, I was not. You were not. As okay. a fan of Batman, it's like, I don't understand why he just went from zero to 60. Yeah, on Superman. On For for. Why? Okay, you lost some employees. Sure, but now you want right. to basically kill a guy. Like, I understand. It's, this plays into who Batman is, but right. the way you're going about it doesn't make sense for Batman. Well, if you strip it down, how does Batman want to kill Superman but doesn't want to kill the Joker? That doesn't make sense if you look at it, the well, mythology of the character. But look, Batman has guns in this film, and his, this is a whole different Batman. Yeah, he's firing like that's right. when I was watching, and I was like, you know what? Listen, I understand that I applauded you, Zack Snyder, for doing this with Superman, the snapping Zod's neck. You did, but Superman was put in a position where it was basically Zod laser beams a young family to death. Yeah, or I kill him, and look at all the destruction he's already done. So you're putting you're boxing me into a corner, right? And it's not like he went out of his way, whereas Batman is just like. Fuck it, the gun is the easiest way. Yeah. Let's be perfectly honest. And just he out kills. of nowhere. Batman kills in this movie. Yeah, a lot. No one's talking about it. No one's making a huge deal out of it. Batman kills in this movie. It's just as uh, shocking as uh, Superman breaking Zod's neck in Man of Steel. It's just as shocking. Superman also is not known for killing. Yeah. So, you know. I just... I believe the Superman, like I just said. Right. Whereas the Batman, it just seemed easy. Yeah. Like, hey, we need to cram action in. So instead of having Batman use his intellect, we're just going to have him use brute force. Yeah, and that's 
before, like you you could point to older Batmans and be like, oh, he had like in the the Keaton ones, yeah. guns popped out. But it's like, yeah, that shot out a doorway so the Batmobile could escape. Exactly. He was always killing. Like, exactly. Yeah. If he had the guns, it was to facilitate him yeah. thwarting somebody leaving or or trying to get himself out of a situation. But it wasn't to hurt anybody right. or kill anyone. And there are other situations where he avoided bullets or avoided bombs that end up killing other people. But that's not his responsibility yeah. because he's avoiding getting hurt himself. You know, it's not whatever happens with the bomb after he dodges away from it is not necessarily his responsibility. So it's just that kind of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't buy the motivation that, like, you know, the, the Lex could trick Superman into... Uh, and going after Batman, I didn't buy any of that bullshit. Like the sending him, like you know, or sending the stuff to uh, Bruce Wayne as well. Ben Affleck's character, right when he's looking at it, going like, you know, oh, you let your family die. All that with that the Scoot McNary character was sending the yeah. checks back. All that stuff. It was just like to me, it all seemed kind of haphazard at times. And the senator stuff with Holly Hunter seemed really, really weird. Like it made no sense. Yeah, is she not? Is she a? Good it, or bad, and, and the way Luthor talked to her, I it, thought at one point that it was yeah. her, his mom. Yeah, because yeah, they're in the study, and point. he was yeah. like, "Do you think Dad would care if I change this?" And be like, "Hold on, does that mean she's your mom, right. or did she knew? Did she know your dad so well that you would talk about your dad as Dad in front yeah. of her, or is that one of your care?" Fuck it, we're not going to explain that because we have seventeen other storylines to <laughs> fit into this thing. Well, I think that's my general consensus about the movie: is that the characters. And their motivations were not fleshed out enough to ha- have the audience connect. Now, that being said, it's the highest grossing we- opening weekend for any superhero movie ever worldwide. $420 million. Oh, I didn't know that. Madness, man. It seems like they have a new statistic or every week million. for yeah. Yeah. they just, you know, rephrase it a certain way. <laughs> and now they have the most. It's the most on a Thursday at 2 p.m. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. In Before China. Easter. We had the biggest Chinese opening. <laughs> Although, if I got, I'm sure this got an opening in China. It did. Yeah, it opened everywhere. There's no, I don't think there's anywhere waiting for it to open. And so that's what's so uh, amazing about the film. I, I mean, felt, I felt bad for Superman. Yeah. Okay. Just because he's his afterthought. He is. In he's his an own afterthought. Movie. And well, Batman once he gets the top billing and it's Batman for Superman. Batman now just stole this movie yep. from you. Yep. And I also hated that of we get another fucking origin story for Batman when we don't need it. We really don't. Especially when you're going to introduce all these other characters and you're not going to give them a backstory. Right. At least not right now. Yeah. But like Wonder Woman shows up and it's perfect. Here's this old photograph of you. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? We'll figure that out later. Right. Let's propel this, this current storyline along. Yeah. They easily could have done that in just a, a larger way with Batman yeah. instead of the dream sequences, which is no warning about, and you have to figure out five minutes, literally five minutes into it, going, okay, this is clearly a dream because Batman is now levitating because bats, bats. are flying around him. <laughs> but then the only dream sequence now, after seeing the entire breadth of the movie, is the Superman one. That yeah. one should have stayed. You should have cut the others. Yeah. You don't fucking need the others. Right. It doesn't need to be two and a half hours. We also, get cut out. Also because that dream sequence has the flash coming in as a vision yeah. that's supposed to lead into have something to do with the Justice League movie. So that that's that's a great that's the one nightmare sequence that they should have kept. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree with you. I mean, I enjoyed the opening of him being levitated by the bats. It's a great visual. It is. It's a but, gorgeous visual, but right, but it doesn't doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Plus, I don't need another fucking origin story. Right. I don't. It, it was so quick though. I mean, there, it wasn't true. dragged out, which was good. I mean, it's good, but like you're right. We are those of us who have seen enough of these are exhausted. Like there's going to be another Spider-Man origin story and you're like, "Oh, not this again." And we're just exhausted. Yeah. And I, I just, think we should just do them. No one I think at this go, point, yeah, you just start the character and then 
Yeah. Hey, we find out later on that Bruce Wayne's parents got killed. Maybe we do a flashback to it. Flashback would have been great. That or something been like that, yeah. as opposed to, I don't need the opening 10 minutes now of every fucking Batman reboot to be this shit. But they're essentially rebooting Batman because Thomas Wayne does not attack the guy who shoots them. That's the first thing I thought that, of. That was the tr- so that you already, you're like, this is a whole different Batman. And he looks like he works with Teamsters. Right. Yeah, he doesn't look like a billionaire. No, he doesn't. He's, you know, a, a, that bigger actor that was in uh, Watchmen. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The, the Javier, the American Javier Bardem. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what he That's is. Actually very good. Uh, and he's got that mustache, <laughs> and he's walking through the brutal thing though that I thought was where the the gun catches the mom underneath yeah. the pearls. The pearls. He shot her fucking head off. Yeah, he did. That's so goddamn gruesome. Right. If you're that close, the the pearl necklace clasped behind the hammer for yeah. the gun, and then yeah. once you fire. And the way she fell back, so she, he shot, like, top of her neck where it joins right. the bottom of her skull. So you're blowing out all that and the back of her brains. Yeah. So there's no way her eye is, like, dilating no. on the ground. Fucking in front of the kid. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I loved early on, so when Bat, uh, Bruce Wayne runs up and saves the little kid. Yeah. And the little kid, he's like, first off, it was really weird because he turns instantly calm to yeah. everything's fine. You're fine. You're fine. And that... It seems so jarring, but he's like, "Where's? Let's find your mom. Where's your mom?" And she points up. Yeah. And in the theater, I was like, "What? She's on the fortieth floor? What the fuck are you doing on the street? Like this just happened. Why are you out on this busy street? Well, and your mom is forty floors up where it just got destroyed." Well, I imagine the daycare is usually on the bottom floor, but is I, it? I don't yeah, know. Most business, most corporations have the daycare on the bottom floor, but I knew they had a daycare. You but make a valid time. point. You make a valid point. It could be that you know she, why is she up there and her down here? I, oh, it's so strange. I loved they they peppered in so many things. Like after the last one, everybody criticized. If if oh, Batman yeah. or if Superman fights Zod in this area, you're going to kill so many people. And they just n- not subtly hammered home. This area is evacuated. There's nobody around. And like they're in the financial district. And Anderson Cooper yeah. literally does a fucking it's VO off screen yeah. of, well, it's at nighttime, thankfully, in the financial district. It's- so nobody's really down there. And you're <laughs> like. I was watching. It was like you got cleaning crews, you got security crews. Yeah, nobody's you got really yeah. You still have tons of people down there. But they land on Rikers Island later, and some yeah. military official like it's completely desolate. There's nobody there. <laughs> Trust me, it's kind of like a, all right, guys. They did it one other time. I can't think of what it was, but it was in the theater going, "Fucking, I understand, Snyder. You took a lot of criticism the last movie, but this isn't even subtle." Such a great Mia culpa. The whole film is yeah. a great Mia culpa. Yes, fucking so much. Did yeah, you mean, like uh, Lex? No, I absolutely hated Lex. Really? I he could be my favorite part. <laughs> so it's uh, so many people have said this that they enjoyed it, and then so many people absolutely fucking hated him. I hated him because well, that's not the Lex Luthor I know. Yeah. So it may just be a generational thing. Like I, I, don't I think have a it's problem. just I was happy he had a take. Uh huh. So a very strong choice. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. made a choice. Yeah, he did. And he exercised that did. choice like in the public speech he had to give. And yeah. Luth- that Luthor, what was his actual name? Because it's not Lex. That was his dad. Yeah, Alexander's his name. Okay. Um, but that where his mind kind of spend off, uh, spun off. Mm-hmm. And he had a point that he was trying to get to. Yeah. But he just didn't like the way that he was getting there. Eventually, he was yeah. just like, and it's over. Okay, I don't care. I, didn't need to, I don't need to talk to you peons. Right. Uh, kind of thing. I, yeah, I, I was happy he had a take. I was just so bored with Affleck. 
You didn't like Affleck's Batman? No. Wow. Because I didn't understand his motivation. Uh-huh. So it made me check out entirely from that Batman. Gotcha. I didn't care. Okay. I, I, I liked uh, Jeremy Irons' Alfred. That was fantastic. That's one of the best Alfreds I've ever seen. I liked the rapport he had with, uh, with Affleck. Okay. And that he was like, it was the same, he was the smart-ass, confident Alfred that I, that's my favorite version of Alfred. Um, this the mealy mouthed. I'm not sure what to do, Alfred. I always hate those Alfreds because there's no way that raised Bruce Wayne, you know, uh, to True. allow him to be this powerful guy and to help him on his mission. And I think that's why I always like a smarter, stronger Alfred. It's just always better, in my opinion, of the character. Um, so I enjoyed him in that. I, I liked Alfred's Batman. I, I didn't. Once again, I'm not. I don't think anyone's ever nailed Bruce Wayne, and I don't know if anybody ever will. Bruce Wayne is supposed to be. A very charismatic billionaire that conveys yeah, he doesn't care. It's effortless. Yeah. Right. It's when you see to... him as a billionaire, he right. is the encapsulation of the stereotype of a billionaire. Exactly. But in a non-offensive, like, I want to punch this guy in the, the mouth. Right. More in a, fuck, I want to be that guy. Yep. Absolutely. And it's impressive to do. Yeah. It's I, I don't know that you can. It's very difficult. I thought Clooney would have the best shot, and he was not good in it. So. I think if you brought Clooney back now, if you had him do Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. As this older... Shit. Because I don't think I don't think I like that Affleck was beefy. I love that when they did the the CrossFit. (laughs) Batman just starts doing CrossFit. It literally turned into Rocky Four as they're juxtaposing. Lex is doing his fucking like real world with all the technology, and then he's just over here in a barn, like bench pressing fucking wagons and shit. (laughs) I was like, okay, Batman does. Yeah. It's like the sledgehammer to the the huge tire and CrossFit. I wonder if they paid for that to be in. sled, probably. Yeah. I recognize all those exercises. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you do CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, um, I think, I think the majority of the film for me, and listen, like I said, I still enjoyed my experience, but you have, you can enjoy experience and still understand the problems. Yeah. And for me, I feel like they set up a lot of stuff that the follow through wasn't, the end follow through wasn't always great. Like the fight between Batman and Superman, I actually thought was great. The actual choreography of the fight, the, the shifts in momentum. But okay. But then the end when he's like, why'd you say Martha? Why yeah. do you think he's what? not going to know? Exactly. It's Batman. Yeah, Batman it's, knows everything he's about... He's a detective. Exactly. Yeah. And now that he has all Luthor's information... He would logically have all of Clark Kent's information. He right. would have the best of all worlds yeah. then. Everything Luthor has and everything he has, right. which means he's poured through those files. Absolutely. He knows everything. And he just didn't like the, bat, the take on Batman. Okay. Because he That's does. Fair. He does that switch. Why, why did Batman finally show up and go, tonight is the night that I have to do this? Right. And then Luthor knew that he would be at the bottom of that bat signal waiting for a fight right. from Superman. So how did Luthor know, know that? Yeah. And then how did Luthor specifically ma- manipulate? So I mean, through Having what's her name? Martha Luthor. Wayne. Or Martha Kent. Yeah. Kid, kidnapped. Kidnapped. And have her waiting. When yeah. Superman is supposed to have the power to hear every heart beating in the world at right. one time. Like just can zone in on whoever he wants. It's one of his powers. Yeah, you would think he'd know his, his mother's his being kidnapped. That would be on his priority list. Yeah. Because I, I like that they, in the movie, they had Lois Lane of Luther going, well, it seems like every time you're in danger, yeah, this guy shows up. Right? So there, there, there are good parts to the movie that are inventive and mm-hmm. address issues that people have had with these uh, superheroes and their mythologies for quite some time. But the problem is, at the end, yeah, it wasn't 100%. And the, if you have to bend over backwards to explain the film to me, it doesn't make it, it doesn't. better. 
And it doesn't make me an idiot for not getting it at all. No, like, and I think some people are explaining it that way, and I think that's a mistake. The the 30% or whatever it has on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think that's accurate, but it's it's accurate because like it's a disappointing film because you know what superhero movies can't attain. Right. But you also know it's DC. So your expectations, if Nolan isn't helming it, yeah. my expectations for DC are pretty much null and void. Right. But now you're bringing in all these characters and one you've, you know, the, the Nolan Batman just had. So you know how to work with this character. Yeah. And you just kind of waste it just so imploded,ly too. Yeah. It's two and a half hours of, by the end, it was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I just don't overall care. I don't hate the movie, but I just yeah, like. Neither do I. For, for having all this action and they traverse so much storyline, for me to just walk away indifferent, yeah. you fucked up. Okay. I think there's still, for me, I think there are still a lot of positives within the film that saved the film for me overall. But then, but, you know, like I've said, it, you still see the, the problems that, and I, I completely understand and respect why you feel the way you feel. Like, I get it. I can see exactly why you would. Um, I'm going to go see it again to see if, because I think there were a lot of things that I actually enjoyed visually about the film. And I think that's where the disconnect is for me. Visually, I think it's a fantastic film. But story-wise, plot-wise, character development-wise, I think it suffers a lot. And oh, I think a lot. That's, and I think that's what really is the crux for you, what you're having issues with throughout the whole film is like you don't like the portrayals of some of the characters and it just doesn't the make motivations. sense right yeah yeah as you're watching and being like this violates so many so much of the character mm-hmm. more so than superman just snapping the neck i realized that he doesn't kill and that's what makes him right once again he was put into a position where it was the the lesser of two evils yeah whereas with batman it just seemed laziness yeah, and the whole conspiracy of trying to set up superman like luther is like trying to set up superman by having these little bullets in africa and it just, it yeah. just seems so far-reaching that did, Why do we need to do it? Yeah. It didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Right. Did you like, uh, do you still like Henry Cavill as a Superman? Do you still yeah. like his Superman, his portrayal? I do so like do his. I, man. I, st- I, I wish that this was a Superman versus Batman movie. Right. And we scaled back this, the Batman just because, obviously, as I've said numerous times, I didn't care for it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I felt bad by the end of it. I was like, wow, he was so underutilized. I mean, think about it. As much as I don't like Superman, he is one of the more intriguing because of his power skill set. Yeah. You could have a shit ton of fun with this guy. Yeah. And just to, at the end of the movie going, hey, you know, he wasn't in it a whole hell of a lot. Well, and the thing is, you take the bones of... you. Well, I don't know if you want to say that. You Well, I guess you can. You take the bones of The Dark Knight Returns, which is what they did. They took the They took a lot of... Storyline from Dark Knight Returns, and they tried to shoehorn it into a different uh, construct, like they a different premise, different parameters. They tried to shove the story into a different uh, thing. It's like trying to put the wrong mattress box inside a mattress frame. It just yeah. doesn't fit. It didn't quite fit. I mean, you get it; it's still serviceable, but it doesn't quite fit. You know, and I and that's what I had some problems with. I saw the Dark Knight Returns of like the stuff with the nuclear bomb that's in Dark Knight Returns where he's like all emaciated. Yeah. That was great to see on film. It was. Him in space. Right. As I've seen him in the comic books where it's just like fuck Superman might be dead. Right. But in the fil- in the bo- in the uh, graphic novel, he's in the Cordo Maltese trying to stop a nuclear weapon from exploding onto an island and killing people. In this, he's been shot. The nuclear weapon is shot at him directly, yeah. and which is one of the, to me is one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen on film. I remember leaning over to my friend who also enjoyed it, Shannon McClung. He was enjoying it, and I said to him, 
don't they care about nuclear winter, nuclear fallout? Like you can't just if they missed or if they if, if they knocked it away or doomsday knocked it away, that could go back into the earth and destroy cities for fucking hundreds of miles. And so it doesn't make any sense to just haphazardly shoot a nuclear weapon at two superpowered meta uh, humans up in the air, yeah. or meta whatever, what do you meta whatever you want to call them up in the air because you don't know what's going to happen. It seems such an irresponsible decision that I was so surprised that they went with that plot line in the movie. Well, because they they said like, oh, it's out of harm's range, like they've flown out of the ionosphere, <laughs> so now we can yeah, no detonate it up. I'm not saying it was a good choice. Right, 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 right. I'm just You're saying, explaining the logic. Yeah, they right. tried to, like, through some general, was like, oh, it's fine now. Yeah. And you're like, okay, just yeah. fire the fucking nuke. But uh, but uh, like I've said in my, in my review on, like, I said, I, I liked uh, Amy Adams. I thought she did a great job yeah. in her character as Lois Lane. I believe that love story. Absolutely. Which is weird because I never believed the Chris Reeves. Oh, Margot Kidder one? Yeah, I just never bought into them having no. chemistry. Really? Uh-uh. Okay. I, I, yeah, I it's mostly a, just her. I disagree with Him you. Him I get. 100%. He's got charm. Her, yeah. she was like, the fact that she eventually went bananas. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. She always had that as a kid. She always seemed like she'd be more of like a villainess or something. Mm, or a villain. As opposed to the yeah, the heroine. Um, but, with, but Amy... Did, yeah, go ahead. Did you think that even though it wasn't announced and it wasn't coming, yeah. but uh, Aquaman should have gotten the spear and handed it to him? There's an easy way to introduce him. Oh, the Krypton Spear. Yeah. I absolutely thought that was the Kryptonite Spear, rather. I absolutely thought that was going to happen. Because they showed him underwater, yep. whereas like the Flash they just showed in Cyborg yep. through clips, yep. through grainy video clips. Right. But Aquaman, they had good video of. So when it came yeah. up later on and she couldn't get to it, I thought he would, because of the disturbance of everything that was going on, absolutely. get sucked in. We just introduced him. Now we only have to find two characters in the next film. Right, right. Hey, you stick around after we kick Doomsday's ass. We got to talk. Right. Uh, I thought that would have been. I actually thought that was going to happen as so I was watching I. the film. So did I. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, he'll come up and give it to him. Yeah. And then Soups went down and got it. Right. Like, oh, oh, okay. But, but it had to be about him sacrificing himself because I guess that was the lead in that. That's the thing. They shoved in Dark Knight Returns, the death of Superman. They shoved in so many stories, it, and they, it, they're they almost disjointed because there's a reason. They're those, 100% disjointed. Yeah, there's, there's a reason those stories work separately on their own because. The construct that you've put them in lay the groundwork for why those great events well, happened within it, those films, especially books. from Batman's perspective. Because in Dark Knight, you see the reason why he turns on Superman, and yes. it makes sense from both their sides. Right. Whereas in this, right. I agreed with Superman. Yeah. Whereas Batman, I was like, dude, you're you're flipping out. You're yeah. Lex Luthor right now. Like, I understand that the whole if there's even a one percent chance that right. he could turn on us, then we need to have. But Batman wouldn't go about trying to kill him. He would right. just create the thing that would take him down yeah. if the need ever arose, right. as opposed to just showing up going, it's fucking time. We're yeah. doing this now. And wouldn't he do his investigation to find out that he's being set up, that, that, that uh, Clark's being set up or the Superman's being set up by Lex Luthor? Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he set this whole because he, he, the one or two events, the, it was enough is enough for him, right? And I thought one of the things that was missing in the film, which I, and I, which I commented on too, is like, I didn't like the fact that every single superhero saving thing that Superman did was portrayed in such a negative light. You know? Oh, yeah, that it, there was collateral damage every time he saved. Sure. 200 villagers, one person died. Right. Or, or like, you know, uh, he's saving the rocket, but it, because all that whole rocket has to blow up. He saves those the whoever's in the top pod in the field. Like, yeah. all of it seems a little weird. Like, it's not even done with any happiness. Like, it's done in this darkness and sadness. And, 
And then when he goes and saves the kid in Mexico from the burning building, these people touch him like he's a god. Did you know what I mean? That's what you would do, though. Watching that scene, that seemed very real to me. But but, but it didn't seem that vibe of, like, respect and adjuration. It felt like uh, a cult. And that's what I thought was the vibe that that I didn't appreciate. And then when the woman is like on the uh, uh, on the flood and on the top of the roof oh, of the house, yeah, and, they and she's sh- reaching to him, and he's just stand, he's just in the yeah, air. And in made a God-like it, Why pose. aren't you going down there and helping them? Yeah, all of it seemed so kind of just had this vibe of negativity to it that I could never like. I was like, why, why are you doing this? Like, he should be revered. He should be in a similar thing. Because if we're seeing it through through, if Batman is watching it. Then we're seeing it through his prism. That's understandable. But if we're watching it as an audience, you need to present Superman as a different way. But that's also what doesn't make sense because Batman viewing this, yeah. he should be able to take a step back and go, I understand why it happened. Right. And I'm thankful that you did it. We just got to figure out a different way to do this in the future. Abs- that's a great point, Matt. Yeah. It's Batman will point. be able to detach because he's doing the same thing. And sometimes right. there is collateral damage in this. Right. And you can't stop Zod because he put his ship down here and right. you couldn't influence that. Fuck it. I get it. Well, yeah, and it's ironic because he walks by that that uh, uh, bat outfit of his that has the Joker's yeah. writing on it. Subtle, which is, by which the is, way. Which is, Subtle. <laughs> which is Ha-ha! And whatever the fuck it said below that. And I was like, okay. Which is a reference to Death and the Family, which was this, once again, mm-hmm. show warning another, you know, another storyline uh, from out of the book. But it's... Um, it's the death of Robin, the original death of Robin, and Batman couldn't save him. And so why should he vilify Superman when he's got his Understands. own shit yeah. from when he was starting out as a hero and making mistakes? And I think not enough people – and there was no conversation in the film about this in, 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 Man of Steel, in Man of Steel either, which I think would solve so much to have the conversation. He's just starting out as a hero. He's going to make mistakes. He's the first one doing this. He doesn't know how to do this at his level. Batman, obviously, in this universe now, apparently Batman's been this been Batman for years. quite some time. Right, yeah. exactly. But in Metropolis, you know, so... Are we, are we getting to the point? All right. Yeah, probably. What did you think about Wonder Woman? Uh, I thought it was actually... That was handled relatively well. You did? Well, okay. just for the... I know you're going to spend more time on it with her own and everything else. Yeah. So you don't need to give me the backstory. It's fine. She can show up to kick ass because she was in... Eastern Europe in 1914 with some freedom freedom fighters or whatever that photo was. 1918, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how is that the only photo of her? And first off, or not first off, but how does she have money? She goes to an ATM. Yeah. What job does she have? What bank does she bank with? We don't know anything about her. Yeah. But the thing is this, if you, uh, I I didn't like her, but I don't like Gal Gadot as an actress 100%. I think she's kind of surface. I don't think there's levels. But it may just also be the fact that I think Wonder Woman has it should look differently and be different. Like, to me, in my opinion, she's a lot stronger. She's a lot more... She's not concerned with being sexy. That isn't the Wonder Woman I know. I understand. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? It's not a negative towards Gal's portrayal. That's what they wanted to show. Great. Not good. A lot of people enjoy her. But I think... I think people were just happy to see a Wonder Woman on screen at that level. Yeah. And because maybe they weren't enjoying the film a thousand percent either. So to see her pop up like that is like, oh, yes, thank God. Yes. A a real hero with no angst, no darkness, no bullshit, just wanting to fight. Yeah. And has a backstory where she's done this before. Yes. And she's she's a hero and heroine before. yeah, Yeah. And she's she's picking the same side that we're on as an audience. Exactly. So she's with us. Right. 
But even but I didn't understand some of the stuff with her too. Like because if you're gonna say I stopped being a superhero years ago, I stopped doing this like forty years ago, whatever. So that means you didn't inter- you didn't interfere in Vietnam, you didn't interfere in all these other areas that through the history of the world that we could you could have interfered and helped a lot. But you're still gonna hang around Metropolis or hang and, and just wherever kinda, you've been and just kind of be near Superman, be near another hero who's doing it. Like why would you be hanging out if you're if you're removing yourself and you don't want to participate? Why are you hanging out with the situation? Why and are you going to Lex Luthor's house? Why are you taking his thing from him? Yeah, I don't know that you could Batman be a secret team. because governments knew about you in the past. Right. And probably figured out that you're basically an immortal. Yeah. So they would hand that down as a state secret. Exactly. Hey, there's an immortal walking the earth. She's hot. Yeah. Can't miss her. Can't miss her. Walks into a room. You're going to know. Yeah. Um, but okay. once again, compared to Batman, I was fine with it. Yeah. It pretty much. I mean, it sucks they wasted Doomsday. They really did. Yeah, but you knew it was coming. Yeah. they. Re- I mean, it's just to set up Luthor as a greater foil. Yeah. That's but fine. It's also to set up possibly Apocalypse, which is what yeah. they're saying now because of him saying the bell can't be unrung uh, when he had that conversation yeah. with Batman at the end. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say, would you say go see it? Would you say tell people to go see it? Or would you say no? Uh, I mean, if, if you're a real fan of superhero films, you're already going to see it. Probably, yes. Because it, it deals with the biggest names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's only a few that are universal right. on both sides right. of DC and Marvel. So you're going to see it to the ad. Like, I, I saw it without my wife. Mm. I saw it with a buddy who we both went, eh. Yeah. And I texted another friend because I had to meet up with him afterwards. And he's like, are you getting fucking forced to see that? And I was like... Kind of like I'm going to see it regardless anyway, but I have to see it now because we're going to do this show. Right. But uh, yeah, I knew she didn't want any part of it. I was like, trust me. When I got home, I was like, you're glad that you didn't see it. (laughs) Yeah, I should have walked out. Yeah, you would have just been bored. It was boring. I would have liked her one line answer or one line review of the film. Yeah. It would have been great. Uh, all right. Well, I would say go see it. Like, like Matt said, I think if you're a superhero fan, you're going to go anyway. But I think as a lo- as a lover of film, if you're a film fan, just go to see it. Maybe you'll walk out really angry, or but maybe you'll walk out and you'll enjoy it. Like I've been surprised at the amount of people that have actually enjoyed it and loved it, like in capital letters, loved it. I was yeah, surprised at how many people. Those people are wrong. I, well, the, the movie's five, almost 500 million, man. That's pretty amazing. It'll probably get to a billion before we know it. And that's not, it's not, so, obviously. P.T. Barnum, a sucker's right, born right, every right, minute. Right. Obviously. So, but people are going back and to see it over and over again for whatever reasons. So, well, because it's a superhero film and it's dealing with Superman and Batman and yeah. Wonder Woman and setting up Justice League and you got Luthor and you got Doomsday and, yeah. you know, it's three, two, three great comics coming together for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> they could have, I, I was, you know, I was hoping it would just be one of the choices. Yeah. As opposed to numerous. It was just, it was, it was a mess. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to this. Is our what our, our most recent recap? And it's been a while. Like we saying, so it's been so. Hopefully, we'll try to make. Yeah, it's these, been like a month and a half. Yeah, a month I think or something. The big ones are going to start coming out now. Yeah, so yeah. As once we, come once we get into summer, yeah, exactly. Yeah, summer. every it, more than likely for a while it'll be one a, one a week. Yeah, over right. the summer, just because there's going to be so many tent poles that mm-hmm. everybody's going to be going to see. So yeah, exactly. We're going to try to do that, and um, one year anniversary is coming up. So next yeah, week. next week, next, uh, week? next week is a one year anniversary. So please uh, tune in for that. Uh, yeah. We're putting together a show. Hopefully, it's you guys enjoy it. We it's a lot see. of work on our end. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll probably start tonight, actually. <laughs> we, should, we should pick up a game plan for that. Um, All right. uh, follow us at Top 10 Show on Twitter, at Top 10 Podcast on Instagram. Follow Matt at Matt Nost. Follow me at The Roca Says. Um, anything yeah. else? Depending on when you're listening to this, get your votes in for Thunderdome this week. Right. Uh, the cutoff is at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so yeah. get them in. And it's only on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Top 10 Podcast. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening.